friends, you're listening to Crickets to Cha-Chings, a show where we talk about all aspects of running a handmade business and marketing that business for success while still keeping a balance to have flexibility for your family. I'm your host, Lauren Keplinger, and I am so excited to get started. Let's jump right in. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Crickets to Cha-Chings. Today on this podcast, we're going to talk again about Etsy SEO. If you missed last week's episode about how mastering your Etsy SEO can totally change your Etsy shop trajectory, make sure to check that one out. I got a lot of good feedback about it, a lot of emails and DMs, which I love, by the way. (laughs) It's so nice for me to get that feedback in real time through DMs and emails because a lot of times I just feel like I'm talking to myself. So it's really nice when you guys do that. So I appreciate those of you that reach out. And if you're here because you want to hear more details about my upcoming program, the Etsy Traffic Accelerator, make sure you head to laurenkeplinger.com forward slash traffic to join the waitlist on that. That program is opening up for enrollment on August 24th. So if you are listening to this episode on the day it comes out, it's only about two and a half weeks away. And it has been a while since I have been so freaking excited about a program that I'm offering for y'all. This is brand new, totally up to date, revamped from all of my previous SEO teachings and the support is going to be incredible. I am pumped. LaurenKeplinger.com forward slash traffic to get on the wait list for that, which is gonna give you special access as well to a couple additional small group training calls, which you don't wanna miss out on, but that's only for the wait list. All right, so let's jump into the topic for today's episode, which is SEO. What is it? How does it work on Etsy? What the heck are we even talking about when we talk about SEO? You may or may not already know, depending on how long you've been selling on Etsy or how long you've been hanging around here, that SEO stands for search engine optimization. Basically a wordy way of saying, this is how the algorithm works to find your products among the millions of other products that people have listed on Etsy. SEO is not unique to Etsy. All search engines have some sort of SEO algorithm. So Google, um, you know, when people talk about algorithms for Pinterest or Instagram or whatever, it's slightly different in that way, but it's the same kind of idea. It's how do you pair this person who's on this platform or this app or whatever with the content or the listings or the shopping thing or whatever that they are most interested in. So all tech platforms have algorithms. We are very familiar with the idea of an algorithm and SEO is how that search engine is pairing you as the buyer or you as the seller with the person on the opposite end. So if you are the buyer and you're searching for something, they're pairing you with shops and products that are most likely to be something that you might want to purchase. And while all platforms that have some sort of search capacity have an SEO algorithm or an algorithm of how they rank things, Etsy's does work independently um, or kind of in its own way. So Google SEO is not necessarily relevant to Etsy SEO and vice versa. They are different from each other. But sometimes people don't really think through exactly why SEO would be so important for their business and specifically for their Etsy shop. 
as I talked about in the last episode of how Etsy SEO and mastering it can transform your business, it really is the cornerstone to why it makes sense to sell on the Etsy platform. If you are ever in any kind of free Etsy Facebook groups or whatever, where people are kind of like shouting their opinions from the rooftops about selling online and selling on Etsy and their beef with Etsy's or whatever, one of the biggest things that people complain about online, um, particularly in free Facebook groups, I would say that this is way more common, is paying fees for Etsy. So this whole idea of complaining about that is kind of crazy to me. If you've been around here any length of time, you know that I don't really have a large amount of tolerance for people who just want to complain um, incessantly, but whatever. It's kind of crazy to me that they would complain about paying Etsy fees because I don't really understand how they would expect that it would just be free for your usage. They're like doing this as a community service effort, but whatever. People expect everything to be free and they're always mad when they have to pay for things. But typically what I really see, and this is where I do have compassion for people who are complaining about this, while I don't think complaining is the best use of your time, but I do understand that there are times where people who are not having a lot of success selling on Etsy are frustrated because they don't feel like the fees are worth it to them. So they feel like the amount that they're paying in fees is disproportionate to the amount of money that they're bringing in or the amount of success that they're having. So I do understand that. And I think that there's a large amount of people who are frustrated with Etsy fees because they're not having that success. It doesn't really actually have to do with the fees. It has to do with their frustration at the fact that their business is not really taking off and they're not really making any money. Typically, you don't see people who are having a huge amount of success selling on Etsy complain about the fees. But therein lies where I really think that the focus needs to be shifted for the people that are frustrated in that way because mastering Etsy SEO is really what the make or break difference there is. If you can master Etsy SEO, it takes away the need to heavily market your shop in other places and they bring in all of these buyers to your shop that you're not having to find. So the fees all of a sudden become very worth it because Etsy is bringing all this traffic and sales to your shop without you having to do that additional work or without you having to spend additional money to market your shop or pay for advertising or send free products and pay for influencers or all of that kind of stuff. It's not really possible to run a business that has no costs associated with it. So you're gonna pay for costs somewhere. You're gonna pay advertising fees, you're gonna pay marketing, you're gonna pay influencers, you're gonna pay for ads, whatever. You're gonna pay somewhere. You can't run a business for free. So I pretty much see Etsy fees as an exchange for um, instead of paying for marketing or instead of paying for advertising, I am paying Etsy fees. Last year, for example, I had just over a smidge, over $130,000 in Etsy sales in my shop, Funky Monkey Children. Of that, I paid $7,200 in transaction and listing fees to the Etsy platform. I don't really count credit card payment processing fees in there as an Etsy fee because I would be paying for those and I do pay for those 
regardless of whether I'm selling on Etsy or Shopify or PayPal, et cetera. They're unavoidable and they're pretty much the same across platforms. So I don't really count those as like an Etsy fee because you're gonna pay those payment processing fees regardless, unless people are like paying you in cash. But that requires me to sell in person and I don't really wanna do that. So the fees that I'm paying because the shop is hosted on Etsy were right around $7,200. Of course, $7,200 is a lot of money. If you handed me $7,200 right now, I would be very excited about that. I am not discounting that $7,200 is a lot of money, but this is also $130,000 in Etsy sales. That's a lot of sales. And in exchange for that $7,200, I got a platform that brings in all of my sales. I don't do any advertising of my Etsy shop anywhere. They also take care of all of the, the tax payments for different states, which is big. And if you have a shop, let's say you have a Shopify shop or whatever, you're responsible for that, which is not necessarily an easy or um, uncomplicated thing. It's a little bit overwhelming. So basically paying this $7,200 in Etsy fees makes it easy peasy mac and cheesy for me to run this business without having to do any marketing of my shop. And they brought in over 72,000 visits to my shop last year without ha me having to wiggle my butt on TikTok or master yet another social media algorithm. And that to me is well worth it. If you've ever tried to have your own website where you're responsible for bringing in that traffic to your listings, you know that it's almost impossible to have enough volume of traffic to make a significant amount of sales without paid ads or some sort of paid marketing. Whether you're doing Google or Pinterest or Facebook slash Meta or influencers or whatever. I am not knocking paid advertisements. I do plenty of Facebook and Instagram ads for the coaching part of my business. Some of you may have found me through the ads that I run for my Etsy SEO checklist, but they aren't cheap and they definitely aren't free. I also do marketing for my own website, funkymonkeychildren.com, which is separate from my Etsy shop. I have done some influencer marketing for that. I do some affiliate marketing for that. So those things have costs associated with them. So when people complain to me about paying for Etsy fees, my immediate thought is that they just aren't taking advantage of the benefits of Etsy in order to make those fees worthwhile. If you are doing all the work of driving traffic to your Etsy shop from your own efforts like social media or like influencer marketing or affiliate marketing or whatever, then yeah, you don't need to be paying Etsy fees on top of it. But it doesn't have to be like that. You can get passive traffic and sales that you want through Etsy without having to do that outside marketing if you master Etsy SEO. And it makes running your Etsy shop and your business so much easier. SEO is a necessary evil of being online. You have to be able to rank and search algorithms in order to get visibility for your business. But Etsy's algorithm and Etsy's platform is so much easier to use and has possibilities so far beyond something like Google for those of us that are newer to marketing or just don't really honestly want to dive into the world of something like Google SEO which takes a lot longer to rank and is harder to get that visibility just because there are so many more websites on Google than there are shops on Etsy. So what really makes up that Etsy SEO? What tangibly are we talking about when we're talking through SEO? Etsy shows results to buyers through two key ways that they use SEO to match things together. 
query matching and ranking. Query matching is basically what we think of when we think of the basics of SEO. Looking through the words that you've used in your listing to see how they match the words that the buyer has used in the search bar in order to pair items or listings with what a buyer is wanting to buy. The Etsy search engine looks at your titles, your tags, your listing descriptions, your categories, and your attributes to search through all the keywords, all the phrases that you've used to describe your item in order to see if it matches with what a buyer is shopping for. They want you to use all the tags that you have available, which is 13, to categorize your products, where they fall in all the categories that they offer to you, and as specifically as you can in the categories that they offer. So they want you to narrow it down into those categories as far as you can and to use relevant attributes that can help to sort listings when a shopper is searching. So they will have, you know, closer to the fall holidays, Christmas and Thanksgiving and all of that, ways that a shopper can sort by Christmas listings or Thanksgiving listings or whatever. They also want you to have variety within the keywords so that you're not just repeating the same word over and over and over again in your SEO. And having a variety of listings and a larger number of listings can help to expand your reach. Although I will always argue that having 100 not well-optimized listings is not gonna help you to get found. As the key here is that the listings need to be optimized in a way that pairs your listing with the search that the buyer is doing and helps to match the words that you've used in that listing with the words that the buyer is using to search for what they're buying or what they're wanting to buy. The other part of the SEO algorithm that helps you to get found is ranking. So it's query and ranking. And this is basically once they figure out the words that the buyer is using, how do they rank the listings within all the listings that match what the buyer is searching for in order to present them with the best option that they're looking for? So you use all of these words. Your buyer also uses all of these words. They pair you together, but you're probably not the only seller that is using those words to describe this product. Ranking is made up of a few things. The first is relevancy. How relevant are your keywords to the words that the buyer is also using? And the key here is that exact matches are going to be more relevant. So if you have words that are somewhat similar, but not exactly, it's gonna be less relevant than people who have used the exact words that their buyer is using, as those exact matches shows the algorithm that the buyer is searching for exactly what you have. You and the buyer are on the same page. You're both using the same words to describe this same product. The next thing is the quality score. The quality score is an ambiguous score. You will never find your quality score written anywhere. They don't give you a grade or anything like that. It's this ambiguous score that Etsy assigns a listing based on how buyers interact with your shop and your individual listing. Things like getting traffic to your shop, having people favorite your listings, sales to that listing are huge, positive reviews, et cetera. These things show Etsy that buyers are interested in your product in a positive way. So those things help your quality score. Think about it like this. Etsy is a publicly traded company. They want to make money for themselves. They want to make sales. They want their buyers to feel like if they go on to Etsy and they search for something that the results are applicable and relevant to what they're looking for. 
So if Etsy puts your listing in front of people and nobody clicks on it and nobody buys it and nobody's interested in it, eventually it is going to move down the ranking in search results because what that interaction from the buyer or lack of interaction from the buyer is telling Etsy is even if they put your listing in front of people, people aren't really interested in it. This is also why it's not good to do things like favorite for favorites or change trains, whatever the people call them in Facebook groups and stuff like that, because it's basically just telling Etsy that nobody actually really wants to buy your product, even if people come on and favorite it or whatever, they're not actually going to purchase. Etsy makes their money, a, a huge portion of their money from transaction fees. And those transaction fees only happen if people are actually buying something. So just getting traffic in and getting favorites to your listings is not gonna be as important as ultimately getting those sales. On the flip side of that, for a positive quality score, if people come in, they convert at a normal rate, they buy your products, they leave reviews, all of this shows Etsy that people are interested in your product. So then that will continue to bump your listing up because it shows Etsy that if they put your listing in front of people, they are interested in it. Something like vacation mode, which removes your items from the search results and prevents people from interacting with it positively or negatively, it just takes it out of the running while you're on that break, hurts your quality score because while you're on vacation mode, you're not getting any feedback from you know, people buying your products or favoriting or whatever, and other listings in that query are matching up and building up their quality score while nobody is interacting with your stuff. So that's why when you come back from vacation mode, it might take a while before you see that momentum build on your listings again, as it takes a little bit to get um, started with people interacting with your item and buying it and favoriting it and all of those things while that quality score, you know, gets that feedback again. And so it will eventually, if you come back from vacation mode, you will eventually pick back up again, but getting that ball rolling and building that momentum can be kind of a slow process. Other things that impact how a listing is ranked are things like the star seller stuff. Not necessarily getting the star seller badge, but abiding by the parameters that Etsy is assigning to that star seller designation. So getting positive reviews, responding to customer messages, not getting negative reviews, and shipping things out on time are all things that Etsy has prioritized as contributing to a positive shopping experience for the buyer. So those are the things that Etsy tells us make up the Etsy search results. The Etsy algorithm, like every other tech algorithm and every other tech platform is always changing. They are constantly trying out new things. They are constantly testing against what their audience wants and what they're seeing results happen with and implementing new strategies as the market changes and the internet changes and e-commerce is changing. And as e-commerce sellers and internet sellers, we have to adapt and adjust along with Etsy and along with the world as these things change, both the algorithm changes and also buyer expectations change over time. 
I know that not everyone has the immense love <laughs> for SEO as I do. I love it, but that's because I am a data person. I'm an analytics nerd and I love digging into something that can allow me to get results in the easiest and fastest way possible. It's extremely rewarding to me. Heck, I was working with a friend on a digital shop just the other day and I listed a brand new listing in a very new shop and I had a sale within two days of that digital product. Is that not amazing? Think of what our grandparents would think if we could explain to them <laughs> that we could make something that was on the computer that people just print out at their own house, put it up and only pay a 20 cent listing fee and sell that item in two days without having to do any marketing. Those people that had to open up a shop in downtown and buy a um, cash register and hire employees and stock a whole shop with physical merchandise and all of that would be absolutely blown away if you were even able to explain it. It's crazy the possibilities that can happen from your shop when you can get in front of a national and international audience through the massive power of the search engine. And that opportunity and that possibility and the ease of that are why I love so much Etsy and and Etsy SEO specifically. I hope that this episode has helped you to better understand what goes into the Etsy algorithm and where to focus your energy if you are just getting started focusing on SEO. If you are wanting more in-depth, step-by-step, completely comprehensive SEO training, coaching, and help with implementation, which is huge, make sure you are on that SE Traffic Accelerator waitlist for when it opens for enrollment on August 24th. It will be open for a week, so the doors will close on that on August 31st, and it will be $350 for the program, the support, the group, the coaching calls, the step-by-step, -step, everything all in for that price. LaurenKeplinger.com forward slash traffic is the link for that. I can't wait to kick it off. I can't wait to dive deeper into my favorite topic. And I hope that you will join me there. See you next week. Same time, same place. Thanks so much for tuning in. I would love to continue this conversation and connect with you over on Instagram. I am at lauren.keplinger and I am in my DMs and interacting with people all the time. So if you have questions about the episode, follow up, thoughts, comments, whatever, shoot me a DM and I would love to connect with you. I will see you back here, same time, same place next week. Bye for now.